Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans, get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News Recorded Live, Tuesday, December 22nd, 2222. That's crazy. I'm Nintendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott. The alien bounty hunter from across the pond is the other half. Today we chat about, well, whatever the hell we want to, really. Just Sean and I and a U-log hanging together, chatting a little bit of high on life, probably. Some acquisition watch stuff, maybe what we're doing for Christmas. Who knows? So you better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy rock. <laughs> Sean, I don't. What's really bad is, go ahead. I can't even remember what that, what the <laughs> song music that's for. It was only last week. <laughs> um. Uh, at first, I was going to say "Ask Us Falls," but that no, it's Firewatch. Firewatch is what I did last week. Uh, Firewatch, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, cool. yeah, you got me at first. I was like, I, well, I know what it is. It's "Ask Us Falls," and I was like, No, I don't think it is. Um, so this is uh, Yuli, our our good friend. If you're wondering, uh, we thought we thought it's Christmas. You need a Yule log when it's Christmas, and High on Life just happened to provide one for us. So here you go. Um, and it's just kind of like Sean. It's like one of those one of those weeks, you know. Xbox isn't doing anything. They they're taking the rest of the year off. Obviously, they're like, we've given you enough. And so we're like, let's just sit on, sit around a Yule log, have some fun, chat about Christmas, chat about life, chat a little bit about what we've been playing, you know. So how is life, Sean? How's life been for you? Uh, yeah, it's all right. We, we've it's, we've had a, we've had a busy week getting the last sort of, a few bits and pieces done for Christmas. Um, as I mentioned in the Discord, probably for people that aren't Discord, Lindsay had a proper. Uh, injections today so it's been a bit of a, a busy day um mm-hmm. but we're kind of foreseeing that she might not be in the mood to do anything really christmas related tomorrow or today um but just because of the pain afterwards it's not it's not a nice experience that she's been through with um so we've kind of everything's done all the christmas foods and all the meats but everything's wrapped prepped and set, sent off to the old jolly man up, up north Nice. Um, so yeah, it was kind of kind of a bit busy doing like that. Um, yeah, we went and saw Santa again. We took took the kids down to where I work. They um, they they opened the uh, like nature reserve bit that they've built over the years up, um, and we had Santa was there, so we took the kids and they, like got to see Santa. We had a little bit of a na- nice little nature walk. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so, and today when. We're done here, and we had, we had some sleep. I'm going to go across and see my gran. Um, take the kids across there, try and give Lindsay a bit of room to, to to move without the kids jumping around all over the place. So, sure, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a, that's always a bummer when that kind of stuff happens um, during the holidays. I mean, it's a bummer no matter what, but uh, during the holidays makes it even worse. But hopefully, it's all for the better, right? That's the whole plan of this. It's going to hopefully help her yeah, in the long finger, run. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it'll hopefully a maximum of eight weeks pain-free which is what we're kind of hoping for it gives us a bit, a bit of time to be able to move um a bit more and hopefully that should free up some of the issue but she still needs the surgery that she needs um it's never that's never going to be taken away mm-hmm. okay 
All right. Well, that's and and by the way, podcast listeners, I'm sorry. Um, if if you're if you're wondering, we have a there's a a a really crazy looking log in between the two of us, a Yule log that was provided by High on Life. It's an hour long kind of Christmas Yule log thing. Go look at our YouTube. It'll be there. Have fun, and you'll you'll see what we're talking about. It won't affect your listening. Uh, we we muted it because it screams a lot and in pain. So we we told it to shut up so that uh, it wouldn't affect your your listening, uh, our podcast listeners. But uh, if you want to know more of what it looks like, go to our YouTube and you'll see it. Um, yeah, over here, Sean, we are close to the part of uh, time where you and I have the same temperature. Unfortunately, it uh, <laughs> with the 50 mile an hour winds that we are currently experiencing, uh, we are going to get down to around negative 30. And I believe we talked about last week, it's negative 40 where we where we mesh up again. Is that I, I think that was the number between Celsius yeah, and Fahrenheit around yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's exciting. Um, but when I'm done here, I get to go out and uh, shovel snow. That's for sure, because we probably have about six inches out there right now. Um, but it's not as bad as they said it was. We didn't get the layer of ice first, so that's good. Um, I was a little nervous with the winds that, uh, maybe we wouldn't have power, but at the moment we're all good. Knock on wood that I don't have anywhere near me that, uh, that stays just the way, just like that. Had a Christmas service. Always love Christmas services. Did a little candle. You light the candle and you sing Silent Night and everybody's there and you pray that the church doesn't catch on fire. Um, it's always uh, it's always a lot of fun. It, it, I mean, I say that in jest, but I really do. And our kids were with us and Noah wanted to hold the cam- candle and then I'm, I'm all afraid that, I, that my kid's going to be the one that lights the church on fire. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, that always freaks me out. Didn't really sing Silent Night. I just stared at the flame hoping that I could catch it if he dropped it on accident or something like that. Um, but uh, but it is a great service, and I always do love do love doing that. Uh, so, yeah. And for you, it's Christmas Eve Eve. I mean, because we're, we're podcasting late. Yeah, it is. So it's like, what time over there? It I don't is. know. It's 2 a.m. Kono, it's 2 a.m. So Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve Eve, everybody. That's right. God bless you. Um, That is... That is something. That's that's some commitment. I really appreciate it. Um, so we were gonna. Oh, so no, it's go... one of those things. We 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 could have gone earlier on in the week, but for for me to be able to have everything prepped, we we kind of we were really really well ahead of ourselves in like purchasing things for people and getting everything sort of like stashed away and hidden away and things like that. And then mm-hmm. we kind of as as we got nearer and nearer to Christmas, we were kind of like, oh yeah, we need to do some wrapping. We best do some wrapping. And then like another week will go by and it's like, yeah, we've still not done any wrapping. We should really get that done. And then it was kind of like <laughs> Tuesday night, which is when we would have been podcasting, uh, was like the last night for us to be able to do anything. And me and Lindsay, I was like, we, we need to make a good go at this. This needs to like, we need to get the kids to bed early. It's settled. So like we can be in the kitchen and just start the whole wrapping train. And um when I, I went outside into the garage where everything was stashed, um, mm-hmm. kind of had a look at everything that was there. And I was like, we've got three kids, then we've got like three nieces, a nephew, and then like grandparents and like brothers and sisters. And they're kind of like looking at it and thinking, I ain't going to get that done between the kids going to bed at eight and us needing to go at 11. That isn't going to happen. So. So we shifted our schedule around, which is one of the reasons why we're as late as we are um, mm-hmm. in the week and as late as we are in the day for me uh, and for yourself. 
Um, but yeah, it took to the best part of three and a half hours, nearly four hours to do all the rapping. So. Yes. Yes. So last year, I told you this. I'm surprised you didn't give me any kind of crap about it. So last year, when I started to rap, we were out of tape completely because my daughter is like super crafty. And anytime there's tape, she like tapes little people together and makes these little like trees out of it and whatever. And I, I, God bless her. I love her to death. But it's like tape just never lasts in our house for very long. <laughs> but I went to the garage. Hey, Bruce, man, how you doing? Uh, thanks for thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, Bruce is in the house. Um, I went to the garage and there was painter's tape. And, and it was like the frog frog type now listen this is not a this is not the cheapest tape you will ever find to use for presents but i'll tell you one thing one it's green and two it rips really easily and you don't have to like and it holds pretty well too and so that's kind of my signature christmas thing now my wife was like you are really gonna go out and buy frog tape so that you can paint so that you could i was like yeah it was like i did it last year everybody thought it was funny i'm gonna do it this year too it's not the cheapest tape to buy if you're gonna wrap presents but it is kind of fun and now it's my signature thing and so I shall wrap presents with frog tape until I don't know, until I change my mind. But for right now, that's what I did. See, so, and you can get variants of colors as well. Like, I think you can get blue frog tape, mm -hmm. green frog tape. So you know, mm -hmm. if you start, if you want to start getting dairy with different colors tape to different colors of paper. Yeah, yeah. We actually. So I got to tell you, I was talking last week about how how my wife had this week off, but my kids didn't. They're they're off sync, and I was kind of griping about that that it was a pain. It will be on the latter half of this when I have to watch the kids and my wife has to go back to work. But this week was great. Like, we didn't have to worry about, like, oh, are the kids asleep? Okay, let's get out the presents. Now wrap them so that, oh, oh are somebody up? Oh, no. No, man. It was, like, the middle of the day. And I was like, sure, yeah, let's wrap presents. We just watched Netflix and wrap presents. And it was uh, it was absolutely awesome. I It was great. It was the, it was the way to do it. We've never been able to do it that, that way before. Um, and it was fantastic and, and it was fun too because the kids went off to school and then we wrapped presents for like four hours and then the kids came back and they were like wow there's all these presents under the tree it's amazing so yeah uh, so you, you 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 put them out now that like the presents were already there under the tree oh yeah they're there right now they're 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 under the tree as we speak there is no way I would manage to be able to contain Logan from even touching one of those. He would, he can, as, as we're getting closer and closer, because it's, it's, it's really the first year that he's really, really grasped the idea of the concept of Christmas and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. the excitement level that he's got with Christmas. And um, the closer we're getting to Christmas, the more he's becoming hyperactive, like, to the point where if if we if we were to take him to a doctor now, the doctor would probably turn around and tell us they had ADHD because <laughs> he cannot sit still. Like my sister-in-law watched him yesterday for us um, while Lindsay was in the hospital, and um, she was like, "He just he, he didn't sit still the entire time he was there. He just did not sit still." She was like, "I don't know how he does it. I can't understand how he doesn't just drop at the end of the day and fall asleep." And I was like, "Nope." He'll just, he'll keep going all day. He'll bounce around, jump around, spin around, sing, dance, spell words, play games, do this, do that, do the other. And then when he's in his, when he's asleep, he's exactly the same. He's like, he's tossing, turning, sits up, speaks randomly and lays back down and goes to sleep. He's just nonstop. And as hmm. we're getting closer to Christmas, that's just getting worse and worse. It's like Christmas 80. If we had the presents under the tree now, yeah. If the presents were under the tree right now, he would have, there's no chance that he didn't have, like pick them all up, 
pulled them all out from the tree, put them all back. I shook them, tried to open them. It just be. Yeah, the kid, the kids are pretty good about it. So, uh, so far, at least I should say. Um, now, <laughs> the the only funny thing that happened after we wrapped them all. So, my wife had this really smart idea about wrapping them, um, because these are presents from us. Okay. Um, uh, so wrapping them in specific paper so that not only does there a tag on there, but also it's like okay, the green wrapping paper is for Noah, the white wrapping paper was for Ariel. Okay. So, so Ariel comes in. And she's she can read now. She's she's kind of she's kind of in now that like stage one of reading. So she's really excited. She grabs the first present. Now I haven't like strategically put them under the tree. There's just kind of all of Noah's presents are in a bundle under the tree. So are Ariel's. So Ariel just happens to go to Noah's bundle. She picks up the first present and she's like, "Oh, this one's for you, Noah." She picks up the next one and she's like, "What? This one's." this one's for you too? And so she picks up the third one and she's like, I knew I wasn't a good girl. Another one for Noah too. It was the funniest thing. And she just kept, like, there's like seven presents for each of them from us under the tree. Every time she just pick up another one and it would be for Noah. And I was like, I was like, sis, there's presents for you under there. You just have to find the right ones, I promise. And she was like, uh-uh, all these presents are for Noah. I wasn't a good girl. That was the best. Uh, but she did find her presence nice. finally, so it was a good ending. But uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So our our uh, Yule log so, was so, is, yeah, is burning now. Do you see this? You get there's I, yeah. like it's like the left I, I part of the eye it. is it, now on fire. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna put it on it. Oh, I don't know. It's not got any language in or anything. I, to, I might have to screen it, but I might put it on the TV because that'd be quite funny. I haven't I haven't heard um, any language so far. Um uh from I was I was kind of watching it a little bit. But anyways. So so yeah, we're wrapping presents um and that um yeah, I think that's pretty much that's pretty much all the Christmassy stuff for us. Saturday we're at my mom's, Sunday we're here with my in-laws um doing stuff and that's that's going to be that's going to be Christmas. Yep. Yep. Can't wait. Christmas morning. I can't wait. I get to I get to wrap the because the, how we've got the living room. We've now pinned the door open all the time behind mm-hmm. the cabinet because we don't we never really shut the living room door. Mm-hmm. Um, so every year I tape the like I put tape around the frame of the um the door frame so like the kids have to. I remember. The tape to get into the living room. Yeah, I remember you sending me a picture of this last year. That is awesome. And then I said, "Oh, we should do something like that." And then we never did because, but that that's a decent bit of work. Like, like they they break through it like a football like football players break through when they're when they're like going on the field in the beginning of a game. It's pretty. It's an awesome idea. I had never seen anybody do that, and that's uh, that's really neat. Well, I think I think I posted about it, and then Frosticles. I think he does the same. So it's a really good way of making sure that the kids don't sneak in to have a look anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That is a good idea. We had, uh, I don't know if I talked about this in the last podcast, so sorry, listeners, if I did. Um, we we had an issue with with not having a place to put presents, speaking of doors, and um, like where my wife was putting them, it, was, it wasn't a great spot, but you could see them. And my wife, but then she was like, they have access to like almost every, like they're getting bigger. We can't put them up in the closets. You know, they, they see these things and blah, blah, blah. And so I took, 
I went in and bought a Yale lock. It's literally the best lock that we have in the entire house. And we have like one room in the basement here that we don't use very often. And I put that on the door because it just had like a random lock. Like this is a lock that you would have on the outside, like to enter a home. <laughs> And I have now put that on this door. I mean, it is it is the best lock in the house. And then the the um, the the I don't know whatever whatever the piece is when you turn the the knob wasn't into the strike plate enough. And so I put a second strike plate on there so that it would it would sit better and so that I knew it would stay locked and you couldn't pull it open. So so yeah, if we ever that is that is the best lock on the door, and that's where all the presents go now. But the kids haven't even tried to open it. No one's even been like, hey, why is this door locked? So it's worked out so far, but yeah. I'm sure at some point they will. All right, well, let's uh, let's get I into have, some... Oh, go ahead. You got some else? I forgot, I've, I forgot to mention I, I had a birthday since we, <laughs> we, oh, we last yeah. podcasted, and I got, the series, I got the Series 2, the Elite Series 2 controller, which, by the way, is a fantastic piece of equipment for gaming. Um, yeah. That looks fantastic. I mean, it. Uh, I have often said if I if I thought I could use even a modicum amount of of its uh, of what it offers, I I would be interested in getting one. But well, I've 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 learned that my muscle memory now for the Elite Series controllers is there because I was when I was playing Higher Life um, with the just the basic Series X controller, mm-hmm. um, I kept trying to press the paddles to do like. X and Y because that's where I normally have them programmed to, and um, like at one point I was like tapping the back of the controller to reload, and I'm thinking <laughs> it's it's not going to work. So. Is uh, Bruce wants to know if it's light yeah. or heavy? <clears throat> it's quite comfortable. It's easy to hold. The battery pack's not as heavy as the original one. Um, hands don't get as sweaty with it as well because it's not like a rubbery. The, the old one had like rubbery grips, which after several years of use might have started to peel off. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic piece of kit. The it's now got three different profiles that you can have rather than just two. And nice. the triggers at the back, there's um functions on the triggers on the back where you can have them to a full press, half press, and then literally just like like just pressing a button. There's no the triggers don't squeeze in. Mm-hmm. So that's great for Call of Duty because it means like I've got hair triggers. Literally, just have to just tap it and it fires straight away. So. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's really cool. Congrats. And you went on a like a go-kart thing too, uh or something. You you had talked yeah, about it in the I last wished... one, but man, that's a legit go-kart course, man. I, I mean that's nothing like what I was talking about. Yeah, it was it was it was well yeah, it was hard work. I've got bruises on the inside of my knees from the steering column. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So I was like trying trying to grip, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. To to the point where I'm going to sign up to the membership there so we can like it's I think it's thirty five pound for the year, um, and I'm gonna try and go a couple of times a month. So I very much enjoyed it. Cool. I did I did learn that because I hadn't done it for four years, I forgot how hard it can be, and that's quite a an unforgiving track because it's just constantly corner after corner after corner. So mm-hmm. yeah, and so there's there's like some type of GPS or something in the cart because I could see like you could see your it, it almost looked like you had a ghost on mario kart you could see like where you had been on the track so that was pretty impressive um yeah they the, the, have a live timing app as well which was quite cool um so but, but like, when we came off me and my friend were like looking at his lap times and seeing which one was best and which one wasn't so cool that was a good laugh good deal 
All right. To our very few top stories is where we shall go. Bruce says he is wrapping presents and listening, looking at all of our faces. Well, Bruce, use painter's Aww. tape because it's fun. Oh no! I should bring the elf. He can he can help. Look, he's our new. All right, I fi- I figured out how to do this. I I can't I can't use my secondary screen because if I do, we lose our U lock. So I I had to use one screen to put the notes in because I I had no idea what they were. Uh, Microsoft files a patent for displaying personalized ads, and oh boy, did people have stuff to say about this. What do you think about this, Sean? Um, I think it's fine. Um, like. You, you you come to watch us on Twitch, you, you're going to get an ad of some description, and it's almost personalized. It, it kind of varies on the games that you play and places that you shop, stuff like that. It obviously follows all the cookies that you leave trailing around all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with this as long as when it's for streaming games. So I think it was mainly targeted at like the Series S and the cloud gaming platform. Um, because you know, you, you aren't going to want to put a disc in your game, in your console, start playing it, and then be interrupted by an advertisement before you start playing a game, like a game that you own a disc for. That would just be absolutely disgusting. But having, I don't know, make, making the Game Pass, I don't know, franchise more accessible by allowing people to pay less a month for it. Because I think, like, Netflix are doing it now. You can pay a less a month, um, but you know you're gonna mm-hmm. be you're gonna have adverts at the beginning of your movie mm-hmm. or you're at the beginning of your show. That'd be fine with you. Load the game up, um, and as you're loading the game up, you know you're you're given a 15, 20 second ad about games that you already play anyway, or like game styles, like in the same style of games that you play in genres, things like that. Um, that that's fine. It it wouldn't bother me at all in the slightest now would it bother you because we know uh phil's been talking about price raises uh would it bother you if the price we're paying now is the ad version and if we wanted to not have ads we had to pay like 18 dollars or something like that 17.99 that that would that that wouldn't deny me uh i think what he needs to do uh, it'd be it's for, for what's the word for legacy users like ourselves? I'm going to say mm-hmm. that legacy users mm-hmm. for legacy users like ourselves, the price needs to stay the same. Um, and he brings in a new entry level price, so we still keep playing the the seven ninety nine or eleven ninety nine a month, uh, depending if you're PC Game Pass or if you're full Ultimate and stuff like that. So. That price stays the same, but like he introduces like a four ninety nine a month, you know, come and play play it, but you are gonna have personalized ads. It's gonna open it up to people that want to try it but don't want to submit like commit to paying the full eleven ninety nine a month. Sure. Um come and do that. Yeah, that um so just so people understand, it 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 looks like there there's two things. When when you read the article it talks about 
kind of unintrusive personalized content online gaming it describes a system whereby ads can be served to cloud-based streaming or internet connected games and i think that's what you're talking about sean you know you click on a game you get that 15 second ad just kind of like you do when you click on twitch but then it also talks about diagrams including with a patent show personalized ads being applied to billboards in driving games or backboards in a uh, behind a goal in a soccer game uh, branding on outfits in sports games um, I, I really, I not only don't have a problem with that second part, I think it's cool. Like, I, I really don't, I think it's great if you, I mean, those things are there anyways, right? People, I mean, I'm assuming, like, when I look at a Madden game and there's those billboards with with real life um, products on them, I'm assuming that they've paid EA to throw their their product on that board. So it's already there. Now it's just personalized to you. So I think that I think that's yeah. fine. I don't have any issue with that. The first piece it's 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 coming. It's going to be here. It's going to happen. And and if you're sitting there saying, "Well, yeah, but what about my privacy?" My friend, unless you are really good about, you know, you you don't have a smartphone, you don't do any of the things you I don't know, unless you really lock everything down, your privacy was gone a long time ago. Like it, it, it was gonna it, this is not they already know the info you, now they're just applying it in a way that you see more obviously yeah i say if you own if you're watching this via a mobile device and you want to talk about privacy yeah it's not happening. unless everything you do is on a vpn and you you know you're hiding your ip addresses and this that and the other which i don't understand why you would be doing that other than to not be watched um yeah you've got no privacy Regards yeah. to flat. you sign up to Facebook, you you right regard this disregard all your rights to privacy. You, even if you allow only your essential cookies, you're still leaving a trail all over the internet of what you've looked at, where you've been, what you've searched, what you've watched, even like talking about things. If you've got an AI device in your house for information, I'm not gonna lie. That's the thing that makes me the most nervous is when I have yet to search for something at all, Sean, and I'm just like talking to my wife about it. And like, oh, oh, actually, I unplugged this Alexa. That's good. Alexa's right there. and My phone's right there. And I'm just chatting about it. And then I like flip open my phone and I go to like a Google's homepage or Yahoo's homepage. And it's like, oh, there it is. There's the ad for it. And yet I have not even searched for this yet. That's the thing that kind of creeps me out. Those are the ones that get me. Um, so, uh, it, it, but... so it, it creeps me out, but at the same time, like I I quite like it as a small reminder. Like if I'm talking to Lindsay about something and then like a couple of days later, I'm like, oh crap, I didn't actually look into that and see what the price was. And then I'll be flicking through something and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I've completely forgot. Thanks very much. I'll follow this link. Um, Hey, I'm all for that. I'm, advertisements are a great way for companies to make money. If they can do it in such a way where you don't feel like you've been bombarded by stuff. Like, I hate watching terrestrial TV in the UK. Like, I can't watch anything like that with, like, BBC, ITV, because the constant, like, barrage of ads. And it used to be that they used to be, like, the ad breaks used to be, like, a minute and a half long. And you used mm-hmm. to get maybe four, like, 20-second ads in there. Like now, if you were trying to watch something on Sky, you've got to sit through three and a half, four, five minutes worth of advertisements before you get it. And then you'll watch 20 minutes of your program and then you've got like another 10 minute ad break for this. And the other. It, it pisses me off. It annoys the living crap out of me. It's like, 
I, I pay extra for Spotify Premium, so I don't have to listen to adverts. I can just have mm-hmm. like unbroken music all the time. Um, so that that style of adverts just pisses me off. If you, it's fine, I can wait fifteen seconds before the beginning of a game or mm-hmm. stuff like that via the cloud starts because you know it's fifteen seconds. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, if it's personalized, it's going to be something that I'm vaguely interested in anyway. So it's like watching a trailer or something that I might be interested in playing anyway. So yeah, that's like YouTube. I I, I don't play. I don't pay for the advertise free YouTube because it doesn't take that long to go through whatever they need or whatever's there. And a lot of times, you're right, it is. I'm like, oh yeah, I actually was kind of interested in that. <laughs> they, they they've done a good job. They got me. and there's usually a there's usually a with with YouTube as well is like you can watch the first advert which is 15 seconds and then after three se- five, five seconds you can skip the second yeah. advert yeah which bring that in that's fine if you're going to do more than one personalized ad before it force me to watch the first one or let me skip the second one yep yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they use this um i certainly i i agree i could totally see them saying hey listen guys you get to keep your price the same if you want to you're just going to have advertisements in your in your streaming stuff now. Um, but if you don't want to have it, then pay eighteen ninety nine or whatever. I don't know. So we'll see what they do. And just just, just going at Bruce. He says he cut the cable TV thirteen years ago. It's like the only reason why I have Sky in the house is because there's no other way for me to watch the Formula One live and mm-hmm. record it when I'm not at home to watch it live. And they have me by the balls for that <laughs> but every year every time it gets to the end of the formula one season i ring them up and i'm like hey look i want to cancel um because i don't watch anything else on sky so i want to cancel and get rid of the like my, my contract with you see you later i'm done and every year they go well for we'll, we, for a minimum of 15 pound a month you know we'll keep you you you've got access to this we'll give you movies for free and it's like no 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 and then they'll keep going and keep going it's like by the time I'm still kind of on the phone to them. They're like, okay, so the package that we're giving you now should be £95 like a month for the year, but you know, you're getting that like £17.50 and that's the cheapest we can do it. And it's like, nah, yeah, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. 13 years ago, Bruce, that that's a long time ago. Like I, I don't... I don't think, at least around me, we were not at a point where we could cut cable 13 years ago and still like have access to a decent amount of content. Uh, we we cut cable about five years ago, and that has worked out fairly fairly well. I'd say really well, actually. Um, so the problem is when we cut cable, we were like, "Oh, look at all this extra money!" So then we just kept adding services right so now now we probably pay close to what we paid for cable except we pay it to a lot of different places to be fair i'm okay with that um because we we have way more content at our fingers now than we did when we were paying the same price for cable so that's fine but uh but yeah it is it is an it is an interesting like give and take of how you're going to do it but that's that's a whole nother ball of wax bag of worms i don't know some some metaphor um but, Anything else before we move but on? To, to summarize on, uh, yeah. But just just summarize on that is that I'm happy for it to happen as long as it's done really well. We have to remember that they're only filing for the paint now. The paint's got to be passed. It's got to be proven. It's got to be issued to them. And then they've got to try and figure out how they're going to use it because it's going to need some form of algorithm. It's going to need implementing well into the game. So we might not even see this for 12 to 18 months yet. So mm-hmm. it's just there. It's starting. 
Yeah, and it, it's true. Well, I mean, uh, Microsoft has Bing. That's their thing. So they, I'm sure they've used it some. Yep. They've used that kind of algorithm algorithm some with Bing. Um, I was just trying to think because they're one of the few big tech companies that don't have a that don't have a streaming service, right? I mean, they don't they don't have a, a you know anything like that. Um, not so, for videos and stuff, but yeah, you know they've yeah. got one of the biggest gaming services. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. But I'm just, I'm just saying they don't, uh, they don't, they have yet to bring that into this, into this uh, sphere, which obviously they are now. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting I mean, to see how they do. Uh, it. On, on the Xbox dashboard, there is always already advertisements there in the little tiles. There is advertisements happening there. Mm-hmm. So those advertisements are not personalized. I can tell you that much because. They keep trying to get me to buy Call of Duty, and if they knew anything about me, they would not be trying to get me to buy Call of Duty. They'd be trying to get me to buy anything else but Call of Duty. So, um, <laughs> I would be, I would, ha- I would happily love if they would cultivate their their Microsoft store of games and offer me things that might actually interest me on the dashboard. I actually wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Um, and all I have to do is look at my game list to do that. I mean, it's not even hard, really. <laughs> All right, so Phil Spencer gives praise to one of the best Xbox Game Pass surprises of 2022. It is the best Pikmin game, even better than its... <laughs> I can't try to... <laughs> I was trying... Uh, uh, the best Pikmin game ever. Ever. Tinykin. Yeah. Tinykin. I just he, like to do that because it... for a few it, things, so... You're going to be triggering John. Uh-huh. That's what I'm trying to do. You're right. You got me. Go on. Sorry. So he sings, he sings a couple of praises. Praises for a couple of games. Vampire Survivors, which we know Justin Lance is absolutely loving at the moment. Ninja Lunchbox. Uh, Cult of Lamb, which you very much enjoyed. He's, he kind of referenced that as mm-hmm. the satanic animal crossing. Um, but like he's just added Tinykin to his list. Um, like, he was pushing images all over Twitter about this and saying like how great it was. Um it did do very well. I mean it scored 88 on the Metacritic. Um it was you know met with over overwhelming positive reviews on Steam and things like that. You know, 4.7 out of five in the Xbox store. And we loved it. We loved Tinykin. We mm-hmm. like we sung yeah. his praises. Yep. So yeah. Better than Pikmin. I'm, I'm glad to see that he's he's agreeing with us. That's right. Phil knows. Phil Phil was like, I don't know about Tinykin. And then he listened to our show and he was like, oh, they're right. Yeah, they're right. That's exactly how it happened. Um, no, I'm really excited for the new Pikmin to come out because I have a feeling that uh, Pikmin will take its role back because they said in, in, the, uh, in the trailer, they said a better way to manage your Pikmin. Um, and so that's all I need because that's what I loved about Tinykin. They took, they took the yeah. frustration of me being like, no, you over here. No, you over there. Oh, why'd you go in the water? No, you weren't supposed to do that. They took all that frustration away from me and let me just have fun with the game. And I'm hoping that Pikmin does that and then they will be the top Pikmin game once more. So uh, yep. we'll see if that actually happens. Xbox. And then the other oh, yeah, news, go ahead. News to fit. Do it. Yeah, the other news, little news of it is that Xbox have announced 16 more games that are now officially supplied on the Steam Deck. So this is the Steam Deck Update 3. Um, so we've got Verified, Deathloop, Pentiment, which like I wouldn't go and play if you gave me all the money in the world. Uh, Doom Eternal, 
Dust, New Super Lucky's Tale, and Ms. Explosion Man. They're the verified games, and the playable ones at the moment are Halo Infinite, Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, Forza Horizon 4, Fallout 4, State of Decay 2, Tell Me Why, Quake Championships, which that would be quite interesting to play handheld because that's a very fast-paced game, um, Fable of the Lost Chapters, uh, Recar, Definitive Edition, and Local Cycle. So they, they, it looks like they are still pushing games to the Steam Deck. Um, I think we haven't really heard anything about anything really regards handheld gaming for the Xbox since the launch of the Logitech mm-hmm. yeah. um, device. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I was really excited about the Steam Deck. I was interested in it. I don't know. It's kind of lost me. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I care to have one at the moment. That might change, but no. at the moment, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I kind of out of the. Even my Switch, I play more docked now than I do handheld, and I don't entirely know why. Like I just. I mean, I'll be sitting there watching TV with the wife, and I may not even so much care about what we're watching, but I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't really want to get the Switch down and play right now. I, I don't know if that's an Xbox effect. I'm not really sure what what the deal is. But it it doesn't it doesn't seem to be grabbing me right now to play it handheld. For me, that's because there's just not many things out there on the Switch that I want to play a lot. I'm kind of hoping. Excuse me, my stomach's decided it doesn't want to be my friend. Um, there's all those biscuits. Yeah, it is the biscuits. It's the the fact that my body clock doesn't know what it's doing. We keep like we've been asleep three times today. Um. It's because well because there's nothing there for me to play at the moment on the Switch. I'm hoping that Christmas changes that. I'm hoping to get Mario Rabbids, um, which then like Call of Duty will just go completely out the window. So, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I have, have Mario finished, Rabbids. I finished every game that I want to finish. I have now finished. So, mm-hmm. like, High on Life is done. Um, you know, I've been I played for Us Just Falls, which we'll talk about both of those later on. Um, but like, I've played. And finished all the games I want to play and finish, ready for Christmas Day because I'm hoping for three games for Christmas. So, you're hoping for three? Yes, I'm hoping for Callisto Protocol, okay. Sonic Frontiers, and Mario Rabbids. Oh, okay. No, I know. There you go. <laughs> you that's couldn't cool. have a different free type of games. That is very tried, true. But... but that's cool. That's uh, yeah. Uh, well, I hope I hope Santa. I hope you've been a good boy, and Santa brings you all that you wish for um too. so yeah so that's the steam deck uh 10 random gamers are suing microsoft over the activision blizzard deal uh sean and i are going to be joining that and then uh we will we will settle for whatever small pittance phil wants to write us that's our plan if it's if it's they want to hundred thousand i'll take 10 we'll percent of yeah. i'll take i'll take 10 of the, per, the purchase price 10 percent i don't even know what to do with game that pass news game pass news will take game pass news will take 10 percent of that and then what we'll do is we'll buy everybody in the discord a console so you know xbox are making the money back and then we'll have a really really big uh fan base wait wait wait, wait. Well, I'll give it. i don't know how many people there are in our discord in the nintendo Dance discord there's probably like let's say there's 150 okay we just got 6.7 billion dollars basically <laughs> we won't even touch the amount of money that we would get 
We could buy them all. Hey, hey, hey. We could buy them all one for each one of their family members, and we'd still be just fine. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I think it's great. We're gonna buy the island. I'm still on the Game Pass News Island where we can invite people over. Sean's gonna like make the our own power plant so that we don't have to worry about anything. We can just live there and play games. And uh, we'll we'll make an airport and we'll fly people in whenever they want to be flown in or flown out. That's our plan. That's what that's what we do with all the money. After after we settle for six point seven billion dollars, apparently. And I'm I'm totally. I was looking at a hundred grand. I was like, listen, if you want to settle for a hundred, I mean, Phil sneezes can Phil can sneeze and write a check for that amount. Um, but you know, I pre I appreciate the sh shooting for the stars. That's good stuff. I'm I'm down I'm down for that as well. Shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon and land between the stars. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Aim for the moon and hit the bushes. Um, <laughs> that's what I say. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of show is this, Sean? Uh, it's the damn Yule log. Uh, I don't know. You brought, we brought the Yule log in. What is what is the Yule log? Wait, wait. We're gonna be. We're gonna do. We're gonna break the rules. Burned a lot. <laughs> Burned a lot. <laughs> He's currently getting burned alive. Uh, your sense of humor. Okay. Look, if nobody else believes in you or your New Year's resolutions, old Logsworth does. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There's a little snippet from Logsworth. Couldn't have had a more um, positive piece of piece of information yeah, for them. That's right. If you don't Logsworth believe in New Year's is... resolutions, the log does. Yeah. Leave in the log. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, Anyways, but, um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't know what they're expecting to get out of this other than maybe they'll have like their 15 minutes of fame. That's true. I can't see. That's true. Bruce is in the Fortnite class action lawsuit, he says, by the way. Also, he thinks we should make a telephone with coconuts. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of places you could go with that, but we're just going to... That's what Bruce thinks. Uh, Sean is the professor and Nick is Gilligan. I, okay, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm fine. I'll be. I, I don't watch enough Gilgan's <laughs> Island to really know how that how that plays out, but I'm good with that. Um, that yeah, monkey. I have no idea. I just put it in here because I wanted. No, actually, I didn't do anything. I'm, shut up, Nick. I didn't do. I didn't put anything in this doc. You put it all in the doc. Um, you put it in the doc, and I just hijacked it so and made a joke out of it. So yeah, what what are they? Is there anything serious here, Sean? Anything at all with the ten random gamers suing? Microsoft? No. It, I can't. I can't see anything serious in it. They're, okay. they're basically, the the just ten gamers that aren't happy for the fact that you know, uh, if Microsoft proposed acquisition of Activision was allowed to proceed, the video game industry may lose substantial competition, and Microsoft may have far outsized market power with the ability to foreclose rivals, limit output, reduce consumer choice, raise prices, and further inhibit competition. That's what the plaintiffs have said. So and it's kind of like, well, yeah. They could do that, but they're not going to do that. Microsoft sure. have never really wanted to corner the market, and I can't ever see them doing it because Phil Spencer's absolute golden word is he wants gaming to be available everywhere to everybody that you know, he can possibly get it to. You haven't even told me, but so, these are Americans, aren't they? This is an American thing. I really don't know, but um, I know. It doesn't say. It doesn't, it doesn't, they're it just definitely Americans. Ten plaintiffs are all... Uh. 
Okay, many of which state that PlayStation PC on Nintendo Switch owners with a few mentioning they currently play on Xbox as well. So these are already people that are Xbox customers. Wow. But I don't know. I don't I don't know why you'd want to do this other than for like you say, your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, I can't see you really totally. getting anything else other than look, okay, we'll give you a settlement figure of this, and it won't be substantial because you're not losing anything. You haven't lost a limb because... It doesn't need to be substantial, though, Sean. That's what I'm saying. Even if it feels like, listen, we'll give y'all, like, 50,000. I'd be like, sure. That's good. Even if he says 10, who cares? For the the complaint that you've got here, like, $50,000 is substantial to me. I mean, we've got a We've had somebody in the family, big family circle that we've got, that like lost an arm due to like medical negligence, and she didn't even receive a hundred thousand. She lost an arm, <laughs> crying out loud. So that's that's great. Know, but this is I can't Microsoft. See anybody getting fifty thousand? No, you're probably right. But even ten. This is Microsoft, though. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. They probably won't do anything. Um, but really, I mean, I mean, the amount of lawyers that it might take to take care of this might be worth just ten, just fifty, just write a hundred grand to ten to each of them and be done. But I don't know what they'll do. I don't really yeah. care. But it's funny. Um, Game Pass headlines. I mean, I, I don't understand. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I don't understand people complaining about this purchase, like this merger at all. Well, not merger, but this absorption of mm-hmm. Activision. Acquisition. I don't understand it because it's only ever we've said this for months and months and months and months and months while this has been going on. It's only ever going to be good for the whole gaming network. I can't Microsoft and that kind of company that kind of go, ah, this is mine, evil doers. I'm going to I'm going to capture well, the world, and you're not going to be able to get this. They did with Bethesda, though. So I mean, you know, there's an there's a valid argument here with Bethesda. I mean, they they shot themselves in the foot with being like Starfield's here. This is gonna stay. This is gonna stay in camp, um, because otherwise, yeah, they you would be able to kind of say that and be like, hey, look, everything, you know, we're all good. Everybody plays, you know, I, we we put all our stuff. Yeah, everywhere. but you, you can't but just you, they did it. Can't just use Starfield as the can't use Starfield as the one example because. Why not? There's, you know, Doom's available. Doom's available everywhere. Elder Scrolls is available everywhere. They're all Bethesda-style games. Fallout is available everywhere. Yeah, but this is the first Bethesda title that's new, right? That that like like these other titles were all out after or before the the acquisition. I think I'm 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 almost sure of that. Um, but <laughs> I'm I'm almost sure enough to say it out was. loud, which probably isn't wrong. Which probably is wrong. Um. Yeah, that might be true, yeah, but, but it might have been in production. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I think they did shoot themselves in the foot by making Starfield um, exclusive and then coming out with this acquisition and being like, hey, man, we, we put all of our stuff everywhere except for that one really big game that we're not putting everywhere, but except for that one, we do everything. We're fine. Yeah, I still think it works. The, the argument with that is that Sony have then got Spider-Man, they've got God of War. Yeah. yeah, but see, you're changing the argument now, though. You're changing the argument. You're like, well, okay, no, okay, maybe there, that yeah. one, but but look what Sony did. <laughs> you know, but it's it's they're only doing what their competitors have already done, but with one game. If if, if they can they can't take Activision and hold that back because 
you are trying to hold the high ground and the low ground at the same time. You're like, listen, listen, look at all the stuff they're doing. They're so good. They put their games everywhere. And then I'm like, yeah, but what about that one game? They're like, don't pay attention to that one game. Look what Sony did. They're just doing what they did. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta pick a ground, Sean. <laughs> are they the high ground or the low oh. ground? What are they? They're like making their own ground in the middle somewhere. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, but how long have they had? They've, they've had Bethesda for so long that they're allowed. For, for me, it's it's past the due date of okay, yeah, you you can hold that one game, you can hold a game back from everybody else. They've held, <laughs> they've, they've owned it for so long yeah. without doing it. They've allowed they've allowed Bethesda to carry on everywhere. You know, they've put Bethesda on Game Pass and stuff like that. They've you know they've opened it up so. No, I mean, listen, I don't think it's this big of a deal. I mean, I've said this. I, I think the acquisition will work just fine for everybody and everybody will be great. And what everybody's complaining about, I think we're spot on. It's not what Microsoft even really cares about. They're they're going to make their money on Call of Duty. They need Call of Duty so that they can make their money back on the acquisition initially. Not money back initially, but so that they can start uh, reaping some revenue. Let me just put it that way. Initially. Um, and they need that everywhere to reap that revenue. But their their big plan, I think, is is with King and and this mobile this mobile network. They want their own. They want their Microsoft App Store is what they want, and they want to see if they can put that places yeah. and start getting people to pay and get people into Game Pass through the mobile network. And yeah, man, that's that that's where they want to go with it. They want they want mobile they want mobile pass is what they want. They want their own Apple. What is uh, Apple Arcade or whatever it's called? I mean, that that's what they're going for. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. I see that happening quite easy. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, is that the end of Acquisition Watch? <laughs> yeah, that is, sorry. I'll be quiet now. You better be. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, I don't care. Talk all you want. Um, the Yule Log's asleep, so somebody's got to talk. Uh, these games are coming yeah, to Xbox this week. All these games, all of them being none. None. Absolutely none. None for the rest yeah. of the year. Shut up. Play what we got. There's, You're not getting there's, shit more. There's lots of there's lots of games coming to Xbox, but none of them specifically are Game Pass exclusive. Or like coming out to Game Pass optimized for Game Pass. They are all just a big list of games that are all purchasable. That's right. Instead, not do we we not do we have games coming this week or next. We have games leaving. We have nine of them. Ember's leaving. You really thought that was fun for a hot second. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, it was a good couch co-op style game. So that was the one that where you'd like rescue people, put fires out, um, mm-hmm. all within a time limit. You could chuck people out of windows. It was just. It was a hilarious. First person kind of scramble game. Very fun for couch co-op or online co-op. Um, so yeah. But that one leaves December 31st. And then we've got Gargoa, uh, Iron Harvest, Immortal Realms, Outer Wilds, which is interesting that that's disappearing. Scarlet Nexus, um, Secret Neighbor, The Pedestrian, which you enjoyed playing The Pedestrian. I did. That was a really fun game. And it's not that uh, long. Either. Very easy it's for only like, as well. It's only like ten hours or something like that. It's not. It's not super long. I was thinking I might try yeah. Gorgoa, also a shorter one that I feel like uh, I might want to give a shot. Oh, oh, it wasn't ten hours. It's like four hours. My bad. Um, another short one that I might want to give a shot. Uh, a shot at. It's uh, two hours. Two hours long. 
little puzzly narrative game, I believe. Uh, I remember John talking about it, so I might give I might give it a shot. So, yeah, there there are some better games leaving the leaving the neighborhood here. Scarlet Nexus, holy crap! I didn't see that was leaving. Yep. You said you wanted to play that earlier in the year as well, I believe. I did, yeah, but uh, then I started to play it, and it wasn't all that. It wasn't. It wasn't my cup of tea. Outer Wilds leaves for the third time. When, when do you think he's coming back, Sean? Uh, I'm fairly certain <laughs> we have said week, this. Like, yeah. 6th of January, that I'll be back. <laughs> I'm fairly certain this game has left Game Pass like three times now. Um, it's, just, it's just it's just always coming back. Uh, so, yeah, it's out. It's out now, or it's, it, it's going to be out again. Let me put it that way. And this is the game that's not yet out on Switch, right? Because I remember Sean wanted to play yeah, this on true. Switch. And it was supposed to come, but then it got like pushed back. So there you go. Maybe that's why it's maybe that's why it's leaving Game Pass because it's now coming to Switch. Maybe, maybe that could that could be a thing. I could see that. Uh oh. Um, and then uh oh. It's a, never mind. Go ahead. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I I was gonna derail the whole podcast again, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be nicer <laughs> than that. <laughs> okay. And then games of gold stay the same. Uh, you got Cold Canyon, which is gonna run until December 31st. That's probably around that time we'll get some new ideas of what's coming to start the year. And Blade of Fury, which is running until the middle of January. Nice. I like it. Um, that is that. So let's move on to the Xbox Spotlight. Okay, Xbox Spotlight. Um, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Uh, do we want to go first? Do you want to play rock, paper, scissors for it? I don't know. How do we want to do this? Yeah, it was, we can go Rochambeau. Why not? That'll be interesting. I, what does that even mean? What What did you just? I have to look that up. What is Ro, Rochambeau? What does that mean? Ro, Rocham, Rochambeau is rock, paper, scissors. Oh, really? Huh. That's what you said. Okay, Rochambeau. fine. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Rochambeau. I've never done this before. I was late on the. I was late on the thing. Oh, we we both did scissors. This is this is great We're podcasting material. Why <laughs> <laughs> did the scissors again? What did you do? Hey, I won. Nick goes first. I go I was... first. There you go. What's funny is we did all that, and two of the games we have are like together. So I'll uh, I'll start with the games that are not. Uh, play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, uh, I'm done with the the Toy Story stuff. I'm done with the event. Um, now I'm trying to wait for um, I'm trying to wait for uh, Stitch. He is Stitch. not in the castle. You have to do a Donald Duck quest, which I actually waited. I shoved it to the end. I was like, oh, I'll finish off the Toy Story stuff, and then I'll do this random Donald Duck quest. Well, that Donald Duck quest is a long quest, um, which I believe at the end will bring Stitch into the game. Uh, but it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to take probably another week before he's there. So, uh, But I still love the game, I'm, I, but I'm, I don't play it very often. I, I play it a lot when the events come out, new characters come out. And then once that's done, I set it down. Death Squared is a Switch game that I played with my mom. Puzzle platformer. Been on the Switch forever. Forever. It, it, I, I, I don't know if it would be called a puzzle platformer. You move on platforms, but you don't jump. Is that a platformer? Um, like you like you can I'll fall that, yeah, you can fall off the it's got a top-down view. You can fall off narrow ledges, but there's no jumping. So is that considered a platformer? 
Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, all right. Puzzle platformer. You can fall off something. Yeah, you can fall off of them. Um, so it's a puzzle platformer game and it is it, a lot of, pu- it's a lot of environmental puzzles. Make sure you got stuff in the right spots. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. 80 some levels we went through and the last couple levels are not easy. And, uh, the ending is awful, but, uh, the puzzles to get there are a lot of fun. That's all I'll say there. Um, that's Disney dream. Life. That's, uh, as does falls, um, as does falls. I beat it with my wife. Can I say can I say can I say that I I had so much fun playing As Dusk Falls with her and being able to um <laughs> having trouble here and being able to kind of just talk about the answers and sometimes it would be like she would be like no nah, just kill him and I'm like wait what wait what that's not what I would do at all I can't believe you would do that you would do that and so that it was a lot of fun to um to kind of go through that game uh, and she is like appalled that there's not uh that there's not another book to to get to uh to kind of finalize the story she's like so when's the next book come out like a month two months i was like uh i have no idea maybe never maybe in a year maybe two welcome to video gaming honey <laughs> yeah yeah there's, and there's no news i'm so surprised there's not been anything there's no like whisper of anything about this yeah. and this game's been out for a while now so but no, i i too have been playing as this falls um I got the, I got the, I think I did it in the most nicest way where the only person that died was Joyce. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, looking back at my path, I don't think there was a way I could get Joyce to survive as well. Joyce brings it on herself. Um, She's annoying. Is- she doesn't shut up when she needs to shut up. Okay. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I got the really nice ending where James Zoe broke bed, bread. Um, I'm not going to worry about any spoilers here because if you haven't played Has Just Fall by now, go play it. Um, what we're going to say isn't going to spoil it because there's that many different paths. But John's been all over uh, with the Xbox Diaries going into a full breakdown of everything. So if you want to, like a full breakdown of the game to see if it's something that would interest you, go listen to Xbox Diaries Part 3 with the Dads After Dark. Um, John does a really good job of breaking it down to the point where I was doing some ironing and listening to him and I was kind of like talking about his decisions about how mine were different, uh, which is quite nice. But yeah, I've gone back into that and I'm going through it in the most asshole way possible. I am trying to be the biggest ass. I'm trying to I'm purposely trying to get Vince killed. <laughs> nice. It's it's not working. Oh, you think does he live no matter what? I'm I'm not sure. Because you know, like there's the whole um, Michelle being unfaithful kind of thing. I'm trying to really like I'm gonna push that out. I want to make Vince as miserable as possible. Um, to see if you can be like get it so he does not survive the um, the, the motel takeover kind of thing. So. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I have no interest to go back in the story and and like try a different path or see what happens and blah blah. I mean, I do appreciate the end of the chapters where you kind of get to look at you know what percentage went your route. I find that very interesting. A lot of a lot of fun, um, but no interest to like jump back to another chapter and be like, Oh, let's try a different path and see what happens. I, I just enjoy it's big. I, for whatever reason this last month, I've really got into the cloud gaming aspect of it. And it's one that works really well um, with touch screen, touch controls. It's really easy to play. Um, <clears throat> and it's quite like it can pass half an hour really quick. Even like getting halfway through one of the chapters passes like half an hour. 
quite nicely. So it's just fun to play. So mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I've gone back to to go for it because it's if I'm kind of like the kids are in the bath or something and I'm laid on the bed and I'm like, uh, all right, cool. I'll just fire it up while they're in the bath and I can sit here for 10, 15 minutes, do a couple of decisions and then like go and get them out of the bath sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I, uh, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, playing it with my wife. Uh, not normally, we don't play video games together hardly at all, ever, um, really. Uh, but that was fun. We didn't do like, she didn't use her phone or anything. We just chatted about it and then I selected um, an option. Cause there's the phone, there's the phone option where you can jump in that way. But, um, but it was fun. Um, hi on life. I am, I think four bounties down now, uh, killed, uh, took out the brothers and the doctor, which the doctor fight was so much fun. I mean, that was, that was a blast. I don't want to really want to spoil anything, but the way, the way they did, the way they did that fight, um, and how, and how it all goes down, uh, really, really made me chuckle. I, um, I appreciate this game for what it is. And I think you're seeing on social media that the critics, uh, just one of those games where the critics low scores do not match the gamers feeling on the game. I don't think anybody thinks it's like game of the year material or just absolutely amazing. I don't see that, but I see, I see people who really do, um, legitimately enjoy the game. Like they're having fun. It's making them laugh. And, and so it's, it's been, it's been interesting to watch both sides. Yeah, it's it's a great game for breaking the fourth wall, and they've done a, mm-hmm. a lot of really really interesting stuff with the game. Because um, there's 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 things in the game you can do, like um, I don't know if you noticed in Blim City when you walk out the house and you go to the right slightly, there's the guy there that like, wants you to get a drum for the kid from the mm-hmm. pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole scenario with achievements you can unlock for helping him. Hmm. as a side quest but it's never pinned as a side quest um there's an achievement for there's a guy that sells you a gallon jug of spunk yes um, yes he does he does um and that there's an achievement for carrying that to the end <laughs> <laughs> and not, not getting rid of it well, uh, which I, I have I, it. The only so reason that, why yeah. I found out is because I completely forgot that I purchased it, and when I finished the game, I got the achievement for you know carry Stanley's load. There you go. I yeah, so, I I have it, so it it'll it'll make it to the end with me. So there you go. Um, that's uh, that's so interesting. There's, there's all that, and then there's the whole movie theater thing, which like I've I've done that. I've been uh, got that achievement, which I'm surprised only four percent of people have got. Um, I've played the game. I don't yeah, know if I've just, watched By the way, they bring you in on a on a real like like lewd part of one of the movies. Like I just turned around and she was like getting out of the shower, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Ooh, that's a that's a all right. Um, sorry. <laughs> so that was uh, that was interesting. But yeah, but yeah. There's there's decisions in the game that don't have any difference on the outcome of the game but just it, it's interesting what they've done it's far it's very far far breaking with the relationship between the gun the galleons and yourself and, mm-hmm. and things around you and yeah i just it's been hilarious uh the how crude it is if you were playing it for a long period of time if you were to try and sit and do this in one go like there's part of me that feels like i'd need therapy afterwards because the language and the humor can, is really crude to kind of sit there and do it all in a one. It's one of the reasons why, like, I'm, I slowly watch Rick and Marty because 
it, I find it funny, but too much of it is too much. Um, I agree with that. That's my only. Mm -hmm. That's my only negative to it is that some of the sequences of the talking as well could just drag on. There's no way that you could skip the dialogue. It was kind of like you were sat there and you're like, okay, you've said the same thing over and over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again now. It like it's lost the comical value. It's now becoming annoying. And that, that's it's at that point that they kind of stop the dialogue and change it. So I don't know if they've done that on purpose or if that falls into part of the humor that they've, they've gone with. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I finished the game. Um, I think it's hilarious. The, the hardest battle is either uh, is the brothers. I think in the whole game was the hardest one. Oh really? I have had the most trouble with with the with the fourth wave of the doctor fight. I just they I just had real real problem not not dying i had to try that like six or seven times before i finally got through it i just they because they're all over the place you don't have a good place to hide and there's there's and the shooter guys up above the floating guys kept getting me and i was gosh i just could not like i i couldn't get every i couldn't get my a handle on a place to be where i was where i could just sit for a second and not be getting shot so that one yeah. that one that one so you... far has been the toughest have you been picking up the Doctor entries? Doctor, like, Goo Goo Goglion, something like that? As you're oh. walking around, every now and then there might be something that you can interact with. He's like a Doctor that pops up and he starts talking. I've gotten a few of them. I'm probably not near as many as I should be, but I've gotten, like, two or three. No, well, I, I think I only picked up two in the whole game, but there's a bit afterwards mm -hmm. at the end of the game that if you go to... Because you'll have talked to Klug now, won't you? The, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The mayor. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So so when the game finishes, go to his office. That's all I can say is once you've okay. you've rolled credits, go to his office. There is a really interesting little um, second ending to the game huh. I found. That's interesting. Night, thanks for the tip. So that's, uh, that's all I've played, those four games. Um, what other games have you played, Mr. Sean? So I just want to say that I played 80% of High on Life via the cloud. Um, I think Bruce asked if it played well there, and I said I'd talk about it in the podcast. Oh, sure. Um, it's played very, it played very well there. And I mean, it is a pretty, it can be a pretty fast paced game. There's lots of color, lots of like, graphics and stuff like that, lots of things happening. Um, it played very, very well. I think I had one blip, but that was more to do with my signal and Wi-Fi at work than it actually playing with that. But it worked really well. If you've got very, if you've got like half decent internet um, and want to play Xbox games, the investing in playing it by the cloud. I, I'm using an old iPad and just the series, the Series X controller, but any controller that you can get to connect to your iPad and um, use that. Um, it's great. It's good for playing. There's a variant. There's a good variance of games on there. I was looking through last night. There's a couple of racers, first-person shooters, uh, a few sports games. So it's definitely worth doing. I very nice. much enjoyed my time playing it, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a way that I play games I don't want to download, but I want to try. Which brings me on to Rainbow Billy and the Curse of Leviathan. Um, I kind of I played that a little bit just to to, to say that I played it. Um, I played up to the point where the, the Leviathan appears and you kind of do this whole boat scene that you're having to chase away. Um, it's it's a fun game. It's, going, it's, it's one better for kids if like, it's more like eight to nine-year-olds. Okay. It'd be okay to play this because the Leviathan is 
is a little bit scary looking and you get that okay. like feeling of i need to run away quite quick sure. um but it's very easy there's very much a collectathon so you like you're going around you're just collecting stuff all the time um interacting okay. and talking to people um so yeah the graphics have got it's very similar to um cuphead but not as like old cat like old sure. um comic cartoon so which is quite nice um what's even i've been playing uh let's just say we played, talked about as does falls high life uh and marvel snap i've been hammering marvel snap, the, the new battle passes here um mm. or season pass so i've been like really playing that i've got a whole new deck worked out which um I, i'm going to share there's a little segment now in the discord for marvel snap so i'm going to share the, my current deck in there because it's, it's doing quite well um yeah. Cool. I, I do want to point people also in the direction of people in our on the Discord in our section, like Tim, Jesse, uh, John, uh, have all been using true achievements. Oh yeah. To yep. it's kind yeah, of like to to show you what games they've been playing. It's a uh, thanks to Ninja Lunchbox for pointing this out. Um I think it's quite interesting. Um like, as John got like you know, he played thirty-three hours of Tunic, but he says he never actually played that game. It's just because his his wife Michelle played it. Um, mm -hmm. When you have Minecraft, right? Which you house. didn't play near as much. Yeah, and that's that's it's because Jaya was using at one point. Jaya was using my account to play um, play Minecraft because she didn't have Game Pass at the time, so she was just signing into mine for like the better part of the the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if you're interested in finding out what your year on Xbox looks like, um, in the blurb for the podcast, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be further down in the description. I'm going to stick the link, um, so you can go there. You just have to sign in with your gamer tag, um, just allow them the you know, approve the app for use and go there and get that. It was interesting, um, I mean. My highlights were that I'd earned 472 achievements. I'd played 59 games, and 45 of those games were on Game Pass. Um, you were a similar sort of um, yeah, we were pretty close. achievements earned. Yeah, 54 games that Nick had played, and 49 of those were played on Game Pass, which I think if you're a Game Pass user, that's quite a nice little touch. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, Hundred and some hours in Disney Dreamlight Valley. Mm -hmm. That was all me. I would love to blame it on a child, or a or a wife or something, but uh, nope, mm -mm. all me. So there you have it. I mean, I'm interested in Hammer and Johnny's 133 hours in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, some impressive hours into that game. There's a lot of content. I think. Um, sorry, my my bad, my my bad. That was loud. Yep. I'm trying to figure out why, why, why you have an alarm set for 3 a.m., but it's not 3 a.m. for you. No, it's not 3 a.m. It's, um, never mind. It's, 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 it's an alarm for little people to, yeah, it's alarm about little people. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. These little people. You broke the secret. You 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 you've gone too far, Sean. You've done things you shan't. <laughs> um. All right. Party uh, chat. Yeah.
Party chat. Let's move on to party chat. Hit us, Sean. What Just do we got? If, if you if you if you believe in the elves and you're watching us, you're either too young or you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You're either too young to be watching point. us because we swear we use bad words. We That's use right. bad words like I'm not going to say bad words. Mm-hmm. Um, or you are too old to believe that the like the poopy pants. People... Bad words like poopy pants. Poopy pants. Um. So we have one question, which kind of got answered in the Discord, but I want to kind of talk about it, because we're both, we've, we've been gaming for years. So we kind of, Food we fall into years. this, in, into, I don't know, seasoned gamers? Do you mm-hmm. want to say seasoned yeah. or mm-hmm. experienced sure. gamers? Sure. Um, so Justin Lance, which everyone knows, well, if you don't know Justin Lance, he is Thunder Gaming Society or Ninja Lunchbox, depending on where you are, where you're looking for him. Um, everyone here is gamers. Modern gaming is absolutely awesome, but do you ever have a hankering for retro games? I have several old consoles, but more and more collections are coming out, which are insta-buys for me. Castlevania Collection, Contra Collection, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Collection. So I I just opened this question to you, and I'm going to answer it myself, is do you ever get that feeling that you want to go back and play old games? Um, Super NES games, yeah. Uh, N64 games can go die in a fire. Uh, I think they're awful. Um, uh, but yeah, Super NES is probably the one where I have the hankering to go back the most. Uh, NES games somewhat, but really they're, they're, I, I, I don't really care. Um, and then GameCube games too. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're calling those old yet. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm too old to know what old is. So... Uh, you know, I, I listen to some of these IGN podcasts and they're like, oh yeah, my first console was the GameCube. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, you shut up and stop talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had on my chest while you were playing that. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah. Um, so GameCube and Super NES. Yes, I, I have a hankering to go back and play those from time to time. For sure. Yeah, Donkey Kong Country. I would love the way of going Super back. Mario Brothers Three. Donkey Kong. Yep, those are my those are my would, things. I would love a way to go back and play GameCube games. There is so many of that I, I absolutely loved. Um, GameCube and you don't have Sega a Wii. Dreamcast. I do have a Wii, but it's a little janky and busted, so okay. it, it needs to work. Okay. So. Because because game I, I, mean, have a, man, I have an N sixty four as well. <laughs> I, I want to make sure I'm thinking of this right. Right, the we can play GameCube games. I feel like it's hundred years ago now. Isn't only s- yeah, only certain Wii's can play GameCube games. Oh. Okay. Um, so when I went on, I, I went on Facebook Marketplace and had a shop around and bought one, um, just the console that could play the GameCube games. But the controllers that came with it were busted, and I'm struggling to find locally anywhere that's got some semi-decent controllers gotcha gotcha yeah yeah those are my those are my favorite nintendo consoles probably is super nes and and uh and gamecube i mean the switch will probably surpass at least gamecube but at the moment it's too new to to kind of talk about it that way so yeah so because i'm trying to think gamecube games i'd like to go back and play a link like luigi's mansion uh, which you can play anyway um on the 3ds that i've got but like 
it's also like the Metroid games, the Prime games, um, Wind Waker. I'd love to be able to play Wind yeah, Waker right now. If they, if they did a Wind Maker for the Switch, I would be all over that in a hot second. Mm-hmm. It'd make, so, it would make bank. It would make so much money. I'd buy it. I'd buy it again. I haven't played Wind Waker in a, in a long, long time. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on my list of Zelda games that I've picked up and never finished. Wind Waker is one of those. Wind Waker <gasps> and Twilight Princess are the two <laughs> Zelda games I never finished. Really? Oh my goodness! Wind Waker's so good. That's left. I've 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 gone back and done everything. I've done Majora's Mask. I've been and finished that. That was a fucking task. Um, especially playing that on the Switch via the N64 app. Christ, awful. Twilight um, Princess is one of those games where I I started playing it. I bought it day one. I started playing. It, I was like, this isn't for me, and I put it down. And then, like, randomly, I was like, oh, I should finish this. this. is a Zelda game. I should finish it just to say I finished it. And then it just, like, clicked with me. I was like, oh, this is great. I love it. But, yeah, initially when I played it, I I don't know. It just wasn't. I don't know if it wasn't what I wanted it, to well, be, if I wasn't if, in the mood. I'm not sure. But, yeah. I, I can remember it feeling different to playing, um, like, once you played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, if you then tried to get into Twilight Princess, the whole gameplay feels different. It, it leaning towards the Breath of the Wild style gameplay more than it did Ocarina of Time. So yeah, I, I feel exactly the same about it when I first played it, which is probably why I didn't finish it. Yeah. And Wind Waker, I think at the time I was just it was just too hard. Yeah. So yeah, I get you. But yeah, I, I do I do have a like I have PlayStation One games like Driver. I'd go back and play lots of that if I could. I have the mm-hmm. ability to do them. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the only only question. Yep. And as we as was mentioned by Sam and uh, I seconded in uh, Discord, if you're looking for like heavy hitting retro logic or retro information, retro logic podcast from uh, also a fa- uh, end dad family podcast is definitely the place to go. Um, you can find them on the end dads disc- Discord, and they also have a Discord of their own. I'm sure you can find it from their channel yeah. on the Endez Discord. So. And one of our awesome old co-hosts from a previous podcast right. that we used to run is there. So Dan, Retrologic, yep. he's a great guy. Um, very, 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 very uh, in touch with retro gaming and all things that come that way. So That's right. decent guys to go listen to. Love you, Dan. So everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us via our social network you can do that's facebook twitter twitch and youtube everything's all at game pass news if you want to send us an email talk to us about what you've listened to talk to us about what you've been playing tell us what you got for christmas you can do that by going and emailing us at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com if you're listening via podcasting app please hit us up with a review leave us some feedback we will read them um we i don't think we've had many so we we kind of wait and we might do a, a big dump of them all if you want to get access to the discord which we talk about quite a lot in the show subscribe to our twitch channel over at twitch.tv uh, forward slash game pass news and we can get you access to the, the discord uh, if you want to buy any of our merchandise you can do head over to the red bubble star and do that thanks very much to bruce for being in the live chat and until next time guys we shall see you later see you later guys merry christmas everyone uh uh, uh hi <laughs> hello and happy holidays i'm logsworth uh here to warm your hearth this holiday season uh it's, it's getting a little warm in here huh <laughs> oh boy 
Well, uh, one, one way to really heat up your holidays is by playing high on life with Xbox Game Pass. Uh, take it from me, good old Logsworth. High on Life is the new first-person shooter from Squanch Games where you, uh, uh, oh, wow. Oh, it's, get, it's getting hot. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah, really burning now. You, uh, uh, play, play a bounty. Uh, oh, I can't talk. This really hurts. Uh, uh, play a bounty hunter. Uh, why are we doing this? Uh, 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 the whole game is about saving humans from an alien cartel uh, led by some guy named uh, Garmantuous. Uh, there's a bunch of talking weapons uh, like me, but I'm not a weapon. Uh, <laughs> I'm a log anyways. It's a Metroidvania style game. You shoot stuff. It's super fun. You get it, right? Uh, can we stop now? I'm on fire.